like a fetish club for your ears. Grab a hot drink and turn down the lights. Coming across the airwaves and into bedrooms everywhere, BDSM United is bringing you non-violent, consensual, kink education. This isn't for the kiddos or for the cookie-cutter conservative vanilla prunes. We'll be talking bondage, discipline, dominance, submission, sadomasochism, and more today on this BDSM United podcast. I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for joining us for a new uh, BDSM United podcast, another one in our slave training series. Slave training means to adjust the slave's core attitudes and behaviors to be more in tune with the master's attitude and way of living. Today, let's talk about discipline training, because discipline training is used to teach proper behavior and obedience. Uh, Discipline is described as instruction and exercise training, whether physical, mental, or moral. Generally, the time spent training your slave to kneel, to stand, speak, and so on is defined as disciplined slave training. It's also training to adjust attitude. Uh, One of the uses is to teach and practice proper behavior. Um, Punishment is correcting a slave's bad behavior. It's a it's a penalty imposed on the slave for a wrongdoing. It's used after the slave has displayed bad behavior, uh, such as demonstrating to the slave that uh, that it has uh, displeased its master, uh, to show that the behavior was unacceptable and its actions have consequences, and to provide reinforcement for a change to proper behavior. A slave punishment focuses on bad behavior, whether it's intentional or not, because behavior modification is a significant part of slave training. It's also, behavior modification is also a significant part of an MS relationship dynamic. Punishment can be administered to the slave even if its bad behavior is unintentional. However, the method and severity of punishment depends on the bad behavior and if it was intentional or unintentional. In other words, the punishment must fit the crime. A punishment of a slave aims to improve the slave's behavior or remove completely the bad behavior or the unwanted behavior. The slave may not like the consequences that the master implies, but it accepts them because they apply to it and therefore it's betterment. Uh, Punishment, however, is not role play. We're not talking about things like punishments or any of this other new made-up kinds of things. We're talking about actual discipline and punishments that uh, have to do with a relationship dynamic. Uh, punishment is to correct a real problem using real punishment. Uh, A slave must agree to accept punishment during training and grant the slave's trainer the authority to punish. Uh, If it's it's not, then it's uh, abuse. Uh, Slave gives informed consent to punishment for the purpose of helping to correct its behavior. It will not work in the long run if it's not agreed to by both parties. 
The objective of punishment is not really to cause physical harm or to be a way of taking out anger against the slave. Uh, punishment is meant to correct the behavior. And I think a lot of times when we, uh, when we approach that, uh, approach a, a potential slave or slave in training with that attitude and with that understanding, uh, it's easy to grasp, to get their consent because uh, they really do want to serve, to obey, and to please the master. And so uh, when they realize that you're not wanting to punish them based out of anger, but you want to just correct or you reinforce the, uh, the desired behaviors, uh, the things that will really help them to serve to please and to please you, uh, then it is definitely something that they will desire. Uh, slave punishment for bad behavior doesn't always involve corporal punishment. Uh, that is things like impact. Um, punishment is anything administered by the master that's very comfortable, or sorry, very uncomfortable to the slave for the purpose of changing behavior. It could be having the slave to stand in the closet, uh, to go to bed early. It could be a restriction of privileges. It could be ignoring her, uh, caging bondage, refusing to allow it to serve you for a period of time. It could take, punishment can take many other forms as well. A slave should not be allowed to misbehave to fulfill their masochist needs and they should never be rewarded for bad behavior. Uh, don't let what you intend to be a punishment be a reinforcement for bad behavior. Uh, being placed behind the couch in the living room for an afternoon can teach a slave a valuable lesson, for instance. Um, the use of physical bondage, oftentimes as well, uh, isn't necessary. Um, Often, if a slave makes a noise or disrupts you in any way, um, a punishment can be extended. Um, oftentimes, mental bondage, sorry, <laughs> I got to kind of head myself there in my notes. The use of physical bondage is not necessary. Um, using mental bondage by instructing it to remain quiet, still, and out of sight is generally works well. In general, the more slave the slave loves pain, uh, the less it should be routine, routine, routinely applied as punishment, and the more care it takes in administering pain as punishment. Um, oftentimes, the slave should have full knowledge of what behavior is expected of it so it can properly serve. Uh, what is expected of it should be constant and clearly defined by the master. We often like to say that consistency is one of the most important things in a in, in any power exchange or authority exchange relationship dynamic. So you definitely want to be consistent as consistently as you can. <laughs> um, this is why things like written rules, uh, description of the positions, and protocols are really necessary. The importance of Discipline, training, and communication can't be understated in the overall training process. Definitely anything you can do to reinforce the consistent identity that you have as master and the consistent identity that they have as slave is going to be important to the overall discipline of and the, and the health of the relationship dynamic. 
Now, coercive power is one of the five forms of interpersonal power that a master has over it, uh, its slaves, over their slaves, sorry. Uh, coercive power or authority is imposing by the master's will rules and expected behavior upon his slaves by the use of punishment or simply the threat of its existence. Coercive power, though important, is not always the best and most effective form of power that a master has over his slave. A corporal punishment is defined uh, as a deliberate uh, inflection of pain used in the correction of an adult slave's misbehavior. The slave agrees as part of the correction process and healing in healing process that it will accept its punishment. So corporal punishment really kind of has two categories, just so you know, uh, immediate and formal. Uh, immediate punishment is usually less intense and of a much shorter direction than formal punishment. It, its purpose is to immediately correct the slave for an infraction that is caused by a lack of attention to detail during the training or to reinforce changes in like automatic responses or habits, like failure to maintain uh, the eyes down, as stated in your rules. So an immediate punishment is like taking a riding crop, and while you're, uh, if they get slack in a certain position, uh, just an immediate little pop to the, like the bottoms of the feet or the part of the body that is, uh, is out of line with what the slave position is supposed to be. That's like an immediate uh, punishment or immediate, uh, uh, yeah, immediate punishment. Now, um, uh, you know, the, the worst punishment often that somebody can receive is the knowledge that their master is displeased with their actions. Uh, in other words, that uh, worse than any corporate punishment that a master can administer to a slave is that uh, they feel that, that they have disappointed you. That disappointment is more intense and more of a motivating factor than any kind of uh, punishment that you can actually uh, dole out. So... Um, it, a good slave or a submissive will oftentimes feel sorrowful for displeasing or disappointing the master. And this will provide motivation to correct behavior. But, um, but you know, sorrow isn't always enough to foster future correct behavior. So oftentimes we accompany that displeasure or that disappointment with uh, with some other type of punishment as well in order to drive the point home and to really foster correct future behavior as well. Um, this is especially true when training a slave to change normal daily behaviors such as their, uh, their the, the types of habits and routines that they had as a submissive when they were autonomous. We want to change them to be dependent on the master and to uh, take over the master's uh, attitudes and way of living. Just telling a slave that it's made a mistake is not enough to ensure the change when the focus is on changing habits and routines. So punishment 
or a more formal punishment provides motivation to change. Um, immediate slave punishment is useful where a change in habits and routine behavior is required. Uh, like two examples are when a slave does not say sir each time when addressing the masters or when maintaining eyes down in the master's presence. These, these are habits that you, want, you may want to adopt. And immediate punishment is effective when the slave slips during the training. Uh, a behaviorist calls this stimuli response type training. I calls this, sorry, stimuli response type training instead of making an attempt to change cognitive thinking. So this is like uh, changes their stimuli response. Uh, now, this is easier said than done. Some actions that the master wants may require discipline training and may require time to correct. Most habits and routines require no, not only knowledge but a lot of practice before they're successfully changed. Oftentimes, your submissive uh, that is becoming a slave has a lot of years of experience uh, practicing their certain rituals, routines, and habits, and and changing them and 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 forming them into the slave to serve you. Uh, will take a lot of practice and take a lot of and often take an amount of time to correct and to change. Uh, if you're going to live in a 24-7 master-slave relationship, many new behaviors really have to be ingrained into the slave. They have to become part of the slave's regular daily routine. And this is achieved by providing the slave with the knowledge of what you expect, setting goals, applying discipline and punishment, providing positive reinforcement for, for correct behavior and encouragement. And punishment is only one tool used in the BDSM lifestyle for slave training. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the formal side, uh, formal side of slave training, training, <laughs> slave punishment, sorry, in our next podcast. Uh, this was really talking about that immediate one and about just kind of unfolding the idea of why punishment is uh, necessary and why just disappointment probably isn't uh, isn't going to be strong enough of a motivating factor to foster uh, future correct behavior. And so we just wanted to kind of lay that out here for you. Uh, I'm Primal Piggy. Thank you for listening to today's Slave Training uh, Podcast. We try to give you a lot of meat, a lot of substance, but we don't want you to choke on it. So we try to give it to you in small portions. Uh, so that's why we're not trying to overwhelm you with, you know, hours long podcast episodes. <laughs> and so we're breaking it up. Uh, you can find all of our resources online at www.bdsmunited.com. Uh, we're really trying to boost our FetLife presence. So if you find the link to our FetLife on bdsmunited.com, uh, send us a follow or a friend request on FetLife. Uh, FetLife is a useful tool for finding local events. And it's also a place where uh, more education needs to take place. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, during the pandemic, um, a lot of things shifted on FetLife and with the fetish community. And uh, so a lot of things have changed on the site, uh, just attitudes and whatnot. And it's definitely uh, a good ground for us to provide more BDSM educational material. 
And so um, by connecting us with us there, you'll get uh, notifications about the podcast, but you'll also just kind of help others find these uh, BDSM educational resources. When you like and follow, it helps uh, spread this type of awareness or this type of BDSM education. So thank you for uh, playing your part in that. And uh, it's been a joy talking with you today, and I'll talk with you again soon. Before you go, head on over and visit our friend Nookie at datingkinky.com. She's been a longtime supporter and friend of whips, chains, and duct tape, and she's built a very inclusive service that is Dating Kinky. Built by kinksters for kinksters, poly, queer, trans folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. But also check out a Plus membership. It gives you access to nine books, three online classes, and over 250 webinar replays. That's nearly 400 hours of kinky education. Plus membership is an amazing deal. You also get access to amazing features like voice and video chat. That's datingkinky.com.